Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Weaver Beyond the Numbers. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us here today. On this episode of the program, we're discussing PCI DSS version 4. And so we're going to dive into what this change means and what people need to know about it. And joining me here today, we have two experts who's going to be breaking this down for us. First, Kyle Morris, Senior Manager of IT Advisory Services at Weaver. Kyle, welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Thrilled to have you here. And yeah. we're also joined today by Brittany George. She's the partner of IT Advisory at Weaver. Brittany, welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, important place to start, first and foremost, what is PCI DSS? A PCI is the Payment Card Industry Data Security Standards. It was created in 2004 by the five major card brands, Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express, and JCB with the purpose of preventing fraud and protecting cardholder data. Very interesting. Yeah. And, and the standard itself, so it applies to entities that store, process, or transmit cardholder data, mm -hmm. um, or could affect the security of cardholder data. And really what that means is it applies to merchants, so people who sell goods and get paid with a credit or debit card, like a Visa or a MasterCard, um, or entities that support that, so service providers that supports merchants' ability to process payments and then um, and so that that can affect many different types of organizations absolutely so now we're on to version four right you said this this came around um, back in 2004 um, what's the timeline for for version four yeah 4.0 came out after many delays due to covid um, it was released back in march earlier this year so 2022 um, it goes into effect starting in march 31st 2024 so any pci dss assessment that happens after March 31st, 2024, has to be on the new standard. Um, and then, similar to those, for you know, for those that were around when they changed from version 3.2 to 3.2.1, um, there is a kind of a tiered. Entities have several years to implement some of the new requirements, and so entities will have another year on top of the 2024. So until March 31, 2025, to implement some of the new requirements that are going into place for 4.0. And you can opt in early for version four. And so any organizations that do that, that is totally fine if they're, if they're ready. Other than that, it's considered best practices, the, the new version and the new requirements that won't be required until March 31st, 2025. So as you guys look at this, what are some of the big changes that people need to be aware of? How, how will this impact people? Well, one of the, the changes is the approach to how you implement uh, PCI. So we currently have the defined approach which is the traditional method of implementing the requirements as stated. Uh, with 4.0, they're going to be introducing the customized approach. So that is just an alternative way to implement the requirements. So for example, uh, traditionally with a defined approach, if you were talking about vulnerability scanning, you would use a tool, you would run the scans as, as normal, as the traditional way. Mm -hmm. With the customized approach, you have the uh, ability to implement the controls in a more innovative or advanced way. So you can keep the intent of the, the requirement, but you're, you're implementing it in a, in a different way. Hmm. And, and honestly, so organizations have been asking for this for years, um, especially those that might be on the bleeding edge of technology. We saw this with a lot of our clients in the early days of container orchestration through things like Kubernetes or OpenShift. Um, and they were trying to say, how do we how do we apply this standard that didn't even ponder this to our environment? So they've been asking for this customized approach model. Um, 
Now, it sounds great in all this customized approach, um, but it comes with a lot of caveats. And most organizations honestly shouldn't go down this route, so it's really intended for organizations that are very risk mature. Um, so people that have a really well-defined GRC function in their environment um, should go down this route because it requires um, very targeted risk assessments, um, ownership of who's going to maintain this process, and then of course the the entity itself actually has to do testing. So I'm not talking about testing that we as like the auditors would do, mm -hmm. like as the QSA, but the organization themselves have to do ongoing testing to show, hey, this is how we maintain it and, and this new requirement, this customized approach, and this is how we're showing that it's being in place throughout the year. And so again, this is not meant for every organization. It's meant for very risk mature um, organizations. Not something you just enter into lightly or no. dip your toe into. No. I would, when you approach 4.0, I would not recommend doing this right off the bat. Very good. I think that's that's some excellent advice. So what, what challenges do you foresee for, for clients? What, what sorts of things do you think are going to be challenging about this? You know, I think one of the challenges that we always see as the assessor um, or the auditor when we go into organizations, a lot of folks approach PCI very haphazardly. Um, and what I mean by that is the last time they thought about PCI or compliance with the data security standard was the last time we were there asking them questions. And mm -hmm. so ultimately what ends up happening is we get in there and things aren't in place. They haven't done something in months um, and things people f drop the ball. And so we end up with a non-compliant AOC um, or they have to go through some you know, extreme remediation exercise to get that fixed. And so really folks that have struggled with um, defining and building in compliance requirements into business as usual, they're going to have a hard time with 4.0. Um, even so, with, with the new standard, there's in the reporting of it, there's a new thing called in place with remediation. And so kind of a gray area that's existed in the PCI space for years is the assessor comes in, something's not there, something's not in place, and they, they identify that and they're like, hey, you're gonna have a non-compliant rock because of this. You need to fix it. Mm -hmm. So the entity fixes it, they show the updated evidence to the assessor and you know, hey, now it's in place. And then ultimately what happens is the end user of that AOC, so whether it's a consumer of the service provider or a bank or a choir that's, that's for, the, for the merchant, they don't, they don't know, they don't know that that entity didn't have something in place at some point throughout the year, right? And so this new in-place with remediation is supposed to build in transparency into the reporting process for the standard that hasn't really been there previously. One of the other challenges I see is just advanced preparation. I mean, kind of going back to what Kyle was saying, you can't just go into 4.0 and it magically happens for you. You do have to prepare. And so I highly recommend, we highly recommend that you, an organization performs a readiness assessment. Mm prior to the implementation in March of 2024. Now, my personal opinion is that if you have not started planning for the readiness and the new requirements and all of the changes, probably by next summer, so summer of 2023, you're already behind the eight ball. Because again, you need to have time to identify any gaps that may exist and then prepare for any changes that you need to implement and you need to give yourself runway. Hmm. Brittany, you, you took us exactly where I wanted to go and that, that was talking about preparations mm -hmm. like for this mm -hmm. change, right? So what's the best way for people to begin preparing for this, this change? Like you mentioned, the timeline, like you should be thinking about this by summer 2023, mm -hmm. right? So, but what does preparation look like? So preparation can be an internal uh, 
kind of task force that you put together mm -hmm. to go over what the new requirements are and how you're going to approach, if you're going to stick with the defined approach or the customized approach, and then kind of tackling it internally. Alternatively, and what we would suggest, obviously, is to, to use a third-party QSA like Weaver to come in and help you prepare, do the readiness, and then kind of walk you through the, the steps in order to, to most efficiently and effectively implement all the new requirements. And with 4.0, with all the changes that are there, I think it's important for organizations to revisit why. Why do we have to be PCI DSS compliant? Is it a, is it customers of ours? Are they they pushing that requirement onto us? Is it our bank? Um, and really understanding the why so you have the right lens or perspective when you're approaching these new requirements. Um, and then it's developing out goals and objectives and then measuring against those, you know, as we approach 2024 and then 2025. Um, and then honestly, more importantly, with 4.0, there's going to be um, constraints in a lot of organizations with being able to implement it. And so it's going to have to require some honest conversations with leadership to, hey, how are we going to get more people, money for tools, technologies that we're going to have to implement this? And that's why the why is so important, because mm -hmm. without that, the execs or the leadership are just going to look at you like, well, that is, just do it. Just do it with what we have. Um, and then, you know, hey, if if we don't do this, we're going to lose a $5 million contract client, you know, and, you know, that, that speaks. And so really understanding the why is going to help your organizations tackle 4.0. Um, the other thing, too, when you're looking at the standard now, I mean, there's 64 new requirements. Um, I think we're up to over 300, maybe 330, 340 requirements in total. And so when you're looking at your environment, it can, it can become very daunting. Like, how do we apply this to our environment? And so really looking at your environment and chopping it up based on inventory types. So most organizations manage their IT inventory, uh, their IT environment based on inventory. And so looking at it from that lens and applying the standard through from an inventory-based approach really help um, get you there sooner. So it's also a great opportunity to just look at your scope in general, right? So not just through the lens of 4.0, but as a holistic approach. Um, that's something that organizations should probably be doing at some level every year anyway, but mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity to use the resources that you have to look at 4.0 and then expand that. Excellent, excellent stuff. As we start to wrap up this conversation today, we've covered some great ground on this. Uh, any final thoughts? Where, where do you want people to walk away with understanding following this conversation? People might not remember every single detail that we talk about. They can always just go back and listen to it again. But what do you really want to be the main takeaway today? Well, I think preparation is key, mm -hmm. right, in anything that we do, but especially as you're implementing something as stringent and prescriptive as PCI. Mm -hmm. uh, like Kyle said, there's there's 64 new PCI 4.0 requirements um, that are going to be added. And so it's about understanding what those are, how they apply to your organization, and really thinking holistically about what that means for your organization and how you're going to prepare. Do you need new tools? Mm -hmm. Do you need to set aside budget? And that's why I'm saying you need to start that process now from a budgeting cycle perspective. You're going to need more than a month or two. Right? Do we need to hire more people? And as we know in this, in this environment, finding the right people is very difficult. That's right. And so you need that runway. And so just giving yourself some, some leverage um, is really going to set you up for success. Hmm. Kyle? And as a selfish plug for QSAs, involve your QSA you know, throughout this process. So QSAs, Qualified Security Assessors, um, they, you know, they have a lot of wisdom. Of course, they can't help you implement requirements or manage requirements, but they they can bring in a lot of insight from you know, their other clients that they have um, to help your organization identify creative ways to meet some of the new requirements.
Excellent, excellent stuff. Brittany George, Kyle Morris, thanks so much for joining us here on Weaver Beyond the Numbers. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the show. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more, you can always visit weaver.com for more information about the topics we discussed here today. You can also find more episodes of the podcast if you need more information about uh, anything else. Uh, we've surely done a podcast on it. So go check out those podcast episodes as well and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of Weaver Beyond the Numbers. But for this one, for my excellent guests today, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.